Welcome to another episode of Big Hex Anime Adventures. I'm your host, Mr. Fast and Furious himself, aka the Spanish God, Big Heck. And with us tonight, we actually have a special guest. He's a good friend of mine. He is the mastermind behind the artwork for Big Heck Wade Adventures. Ladies and gentlemen, we have clever art with us tonight. Thank you for joining us, brother Ethan. What's up? What's up, guys? Hi, everyone. What's going on, brother? Let's do it. <laughs> Not much, man. Everything's pretty good. How's how's everything been? How are you dealing with the lockdown? Uh, I mean, you know, being my introverted and loner self, not much has really changed. You know, it's still the same. <laughs> it's still the same flow. I go to work. I go home. I work on art. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's the anxiety of catching COVID, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the most part, for, for the, the most part, it's, it's that everyday life. Yeah, man, I've been living this pandemic life naturally. Apparently, it's called quarantine now. It was just my life like a, uh, a few months ago. So, <laughs> not, 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 I feel like everyone who, who wasn't in our generation has, they're trying to deal with this. They're like, I can't deal with it. Meanwhile, people like you and me are staying here like, like, yeah. motherfucker, like, we've been doing this shit for the regular. This is what we do. Just like, you know, turn on the game, and that's about it. Like, I don't know what everyone's fussing about. You know, besides not getting food at any time of the day. You know what I mean? That's just killing me. Even still, <laughs> you got people who are out there doing deliveries, and yeah, you got Uber Eats, Grubhub. Now they got Instacart where you can, yo, people go and do the food shopping for you and drop it off at your house. Yeah, I mean, this is going to change a lot of people's lives for good. Like, you know, we can. We could go dive. We could deep dive in this alone, but a lot of this is gonna stay. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of it is gonna stay. But before we get derailed off topic, what I want to do first is <laughs> give give everyone who's listening a little bit of what you do. You know, let them know about yourself before we jump into um, to the this topic, which is it's gonna be interesting when we talk about this one because it seems like it went from. <laughs> One of the best to the absolute shit show. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's I mean, talk. Uh, <laughs> give the, give right. the listeners a little bit about yourself first. Um, yeah, you know, I'm self-taught artist, uh, uh, traditional and digital I work with. Um, and, yeah, for the most part, I've just been grinding out in my artist career, building an, own, an audience for myself and helping out my friends with stuff they need, you know, and uh, – yeah, I mean, you you can catch me at a, what, uh, Clever Art, Clever with a K underscore art at Instagram. You can take a look at the stuff I got there. I also run, I have a business par- partner that works with me at JKX Designs, and we specific, specific, uh, we specifically work on fight stick artwork, you know what I mean? Arcade stick um, for the fighting mm-hmm. game community. We do the artwork and the buttons, and my boy Johnny has his own uh fight stick design we call the b and b the bread and butter which is typically you know the best combos of your character i mean this right. this is you know other, other people are gonna be like what arcade sticks yes they're still around the arcades live but it's on your lap now you know what i mean <laughs> are you playing right. a fighting game so that's i mean and that's pretty much pretty much what i do now you know what i mean i like i love it i love what i do yeah. guys and if you get if you get a chance go and check out jxk designs oh yeah i'm yeah. telling you this is some of the <laughs> artwork you've ever seen on a fight stick if i use a fight stick for my fighting games i would have ordered one already (laughs) yeah and you know what i might have to get one to have just as a piece of wall art but (laughs) yeah man you had a couple i did have a couple i actually uh you know the the ones that i actually (laughs) gifted to you uh i gave you what was it the limited edition street fighter or the xbox madcox and then the animator anniversary yeah. edition but i i actually gave that anniversary edition to john because he takes care of it better and it would be very uh <laughs> presentable with his uh he's he has like over 15 20 fight sticks and only only yeah. was the right thing to do like you know what i mean i actually the last time we went by um actually no after that date that we went by to watch the evil tournament mm-hmm. i actually saw an updated photo of his um mini arcade that he has in his basement oh yeah and i like placed somewhere 
Like he actually has it oh, on yeah, display no, he now. He has it on a mount. Yeah, this is why I tell you, like, <laughs> this is that is a collector's item, and it was only right because that's all he does, man. He specializes in that. It really was him that got us into the business. That got me into the business. He's like, "Yo, E, I need some work," and I was like, "Okay." And then it just took off after that. Like, you know what I mean? So that is awesome. Yeah. And also, yo. All um, right. After, and later yep. on, we're gonna do the whole podcast with us together, JKX. I already told him so. Just, you know. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. We could do it this way. Very now. nice. It's even better. <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Set so, it off, man. Set it off. Let's go. Going to today's topic, we're going to be talking about Netflix's brand new adaptation of Ghost in the Shell. So, Netflix decided they wanted their hand, they partnered with Production IG, and they came out with Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 2045. What to say about <laughs> this latest oh, installment, I want to say, or this latest pile of whatever fecal matter <laughs> that decided to finally come out? I, 3D I form. Yeah, this 3D form of fecal matter that just came out of nowhere. And I'm really at a loss because in 1995 – we got one of the best installments into the anime genre. We got the Ghost in a Shell movie, 1995. Literally mm-hmm. critically acclaimed one of the best movies in the anime to ever drop. Mm-hmm. It's top tier. It's literally in there with Akira, Ninja Scroll, oh, no. you know, the classics. Yeah. Then we get installments such as you know, Ghost in the Shell Innocence to be the sequel. We get the Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, um, Solid State Society. We get Arise. We get Arise 2. We get the new Ghost in the Shell. And then we get whatever the hell they want to call this shit. I don't know what this is, man. I and I'm just at a loss. So you and me, we were having a conversation. We were going back and forth. You told mm-hmm. me you saw it. You had some choice words about it. Mm-hmm. Would you like you me to reiterate that, that damage I did to that thing? Would you like me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I really want to get a take on this because you as an artist, you know, you've started delving into the digital art and, you know, your freehand is amazing. What do you – all right, let's, let's try it this way. Going from 1995 to the shitstorm that they came out with now, what do you think was their reasoning for going the route that they did? Okay, my, my reasoning is a poor chase of a poor case of trying to grab a new audience, th- these younger audience. That's that that's my take on it. And right. you know, even the stories are like so dull and watered down. This whole thing, this whole whatever this is, is just tap water version of what we got in nineteen ninety-five. We we got it, we had a movie that that brought to you intellectual, that brought up intellectual questions of the universe and our existence. And, you know, what, what will happen when you play God, when, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, essentially, the world would eventually become cyberpunk, to be honest. And basically, Ghost in the Shell is like a vision into what will be, what will happen. What this new anime does it just put all that, you know, philosophical stuff and just gave it to you in some tap water and a little bit of Kool-Aid. And, and that's it, man. That's what they did. I, I don't even think we got Kool-Aid with <laughs> yeah, this. We didn't get a Kool-Aid mix. We got the, the, the fucking bodega cheap version one. It tastes like water still. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, like before, I can attack this. As a matter of fact, let me unpack this. Let me unpack this for everyone listening. Let me start with the art style since I'm an artist, right? And right. With, with the art style, like I said before, which is something probably no one has heard of, but this is the first art style I've ever got into where I hated it as the series went on. <laughs> like at first, I thought this thing was amazing. Like visually, the still frame, I'm like, okay, they're going for a simplified take. Obviously, a lot of the new generation animes, a lot of new generation, even 3D animes, are very simple. You can tell. Like the straight lines, you know, what, what, did, what did they do to the recent Thundercats? They destroyed it. You know what I mean? 
Oh my god! Isn't the recent Thundercats like a like a Steven Universe? It it was worse. Look, the Steven Universe artist, he's actually really good. He actually worked on the Midnight. I think he worked on Midnight Gospel on Netflix. He had something to do with that. I think he produced that. He actually is good. This Thundercats art style is probably trash. It's trash, and I feel like this is what they try to do for Ghost in the Shell. You know, they try to give you a simplify visual, very pretty when you pause it, right? Very pretty. But when it plays and you notice the flaw, when you notice that their eyes are not moving and actually looking at the other characters, they're like kind of dead. Then I start to realize that, wait a minute, this art style choice does not fit well. Or they did not implement it well. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it could have been done better. I mean, they're again. You know my grapes with three. My grapes with three D anime. I I hate them. There's only a handful that can do it correctly, and this is not right. one of them. This is definitely not one of them. And that alone, that alone already gave me a you know a bad taste. You know what I mean? That alone. And then when I went into the show, and then you saw how poorly stuff was animated, and it just didn't stay consistent. And visually alone, I was very disappointed as the episodes went on. And that's that's pretty bad. You know what I mean? You want to want the audience to fall in love, not you know run away. <laughs> so exactly, and I I really don't understand the concept of. Well, I understand the concept of the, of the the 3D art. It's it's something big and it's something that people have been trying to perfect and they're working on it little by little. Yeah. But I I feel like production IG kind of went they went like super reverse. They ended up coming out with, and I made this comparison with you before. Mm. I said it looked like it reminded me of Code Lyoko. Mm, yes, yes, you did. And I'm sitting there going, "Wow, like this is really, really bad." Like, <laughs> bad, bro. Oh I I don't understand how you went from something as we had like some of the best hand drawn animation when we got the original Ghost on the Shell movie, and then. Innocence kind of did that play where, excuse me, it was hand animation plus some 3D that they, they kind of mixed into it. Yeah, yeah. Now that's in 2004. Mm-hmm. Come 2006, we get standalone complex, you know, Solid State Society, where it had one of the most fire intros <laughs> yes, ever. It did, bro. I felt and so then even, even the CG that they used for the intro yeah. was on point. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of like it was almost. I want to say it was kind of like that CG artwork that you would have seen like as like a pre-production to something better that's gonna come along. Yeah. And we have seen better CG animations that have been put out, like Appleseed. Mm-hmm. Appleseed had some amazing one. Gant Zero. Gant Zero. That throw my that, favorite into the box. That took me. That this. took me to the next. Like I wasn't expecting Gant Zero. I, I put that on. And I was like, yo. And I actually went to go read the manga because I did not under I needed to know more about the lore. That story is right. great. And I did not know that Gangs is actually it's... a sequel. Like, Game he... Zero is a sequel to the original. To the original. And he died twice, apparently. Yeah. Right? Am I the, the guy was right. I did not know that. It's amazing. It's so amazing, man. Ugh. And Why? you know which one I put top of the tier of yeah. all the CG animation movies that I've seen so far? What? I'm throwing a Final Fantasy VII Avent Children. Yeah, actually, at that time when Avent Children dropped, they were just running, running, running off Final Fantasy the movie. What was that? What was that called? They just called. Um, did they call it Final Fantasy? That's it. Man, that was a no. Movie. It, was, it was Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Yes. Yeah, so they had that technology and they used it for uh for um Avent Children, and it does look amazing. But that's a different thing, though. Heck. We're talking about cell shaded 3D anime style, like that. I wouldn't put that in the same category. I also ganks either, either. Okay. I would. I would just consider that CG, honestly. Like it's. I wouldn't put that in okay. the same category. Is it that you know? Would you agree? It's a different art style. It's completely. It, it's different. completely different. Yeah. I feel like it's more. It's a more detailed. It's yeah. a more vision type of art style. And what we got with this, this one is kind of like I don't. It's. It's, it's, it's not. really like there's not even a specific word that I can honestly use to how terrible this looked. I didn't like any of the coloring. I didn't like any of the way <laughs> the way the characters were shaped and looked. 
I, it was just this did not look like a typical ghost in a shell. Um, it, it didn't, and like and, no, it didn't look like anything like that. It didn't even have the vibe, to be honest. You know, it just it it I feel like it didn't have the sh- like it didn't it didn't really capitalize on creating its own voice in a way. Like it, it just it, it was it's just watered down. You just can't do Ghost in the Shell watered down. And the CGI is is bad, and it's their choice that they made it bad. And like I said before, we discussed this before. We talked about this before. I understand why we understand why they want 3D anime and 3D anime has become very popular. It's cost effective. Like you know what I mean? It, right. It, it, it's you know these these hand drawings take a very long time, and they drain a lot out of people. And I understand. But it's just not done well. Now, I think we talked about this. I want to make a great example that what looks amazing that blows my mind. And we talked about it. It's a video game called Guilty Gear. And this and this, mm-hmm. video, this video game, they have mastered the cell shading effect. They have their own engine. And it's, uh, I mean, it's based off the Unreal Engine, but it's literally their, their take on it, their language on cell shading. And I have yet to see an anime as be as beautiful as Guilty Gear. And if you're listening, Google Guilty Gear Strive, and you'll see exactly what I mean. The day we get an anime as good looking as that fighting game, it's over. I won't complain ever again. Like, ever again, I will never complain. Right. But, you know, I don't know what these companies are doing. They, they're in Japan. They're probably down the street from each other. They can talk to each other. They can exchange their tech and make it. Let's, let's, if they want to go through the anime, heck, it can be done. How about you just unify the talent? Bring the talent in. Do it right. This this is exactly they didn't take care of Ghost in the Shell. I'm sorry, but you're supposed to nurture this brand. You're supposed to take care of it, make sure it becomes the best it can be. Like you're messing with a you're messing with a brand that literally changed animation. Literally changed animation. The 1995 mm-hmm. movie is considered a, not only a cult classic, but a change in, in animation in terms of the storyline seriousness and just you know the the painted backgrounds with the moving effects, like this still was hand drawing at the at the time, heck. And then they went yeah. with, with Ghost in the Shell 2.0 when they added more 3D effects and stuff like that. But it, you have to remember at the very beginning, it's nothing but brushes on cells and several drawings over and over again. And that's what made it special. And and of course, you know, yeah. the story itself, which is something that this, this this show does not dive into. It doesn't ask you these questions. It's just I really feel like it why? doesn't even scrape, it doesn't even scrape the surface of it. Not even. Again, like I told you, it's tap water. It's tap water anime. Yeah. It's tap quick tap water anime. Give me the bucks and we're out. And it's sad to see that production companies are somewhat moving or they're gravitating into this type of direction because if you go and look at Netflix's catalog, this is not the first time we've seen something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did it with Saint Seiya. Mm-hmm. And then they did it with this one. And then I believe there's another one. I'm with, trying. Uh, go, uh, Dragon Riders or something like that. They just dropped recently. Yes, that even looks better. And I don't even know what that story it is does about. Look, <laughs> it just looks better. Like right, it does look a bit better, but it's still not there's a, there's what we should have been getting. And here's a, here's the point that I wanted to make. Netflix has one of the best animes that have come out in recent, like recently. Yeah. And it's all hand drawn, Castlevania. Oh, goodness! The art is phenomenal. What, what production is that? Do we know what production is that? Hold on. Because I'm not even sure which production. I know the director. The director Travis. is actually very famous. The director is yes, uh, um, Travis Morris. No, it's a composer. Hold on, Castlevania. Um, Sam Dietz, I think. Adam Dietz, I think they're brothers. But anyway, Let you're right. See. Like they, they Castlevania is like what we said before, right? Castlevania is the pinnacle of adult anime for this generation. Yeah, you know we agreed to that, right? It's it's yeah. just it's just done well. It it nurtures, it takes care of the original brand, brings it into a new way, and keeps everything honest, like down to the music. Like you know what I mean. God bless California. Yeah, absolutely. Man. It's amazing, man. It was it was phenomenal. And it could be I, done. I, it could be done. It don't need to be all 3D. It don't it just needs to be done well, directed well, produced well, and you can still do 2D. It won't be at a tremendous cost. You know, 
I, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Adi Shanker. Yeah, he's very – oh, man. He, right now, he has the right to Devil May Cry. So picture this guy producing Devil May Cry. Yes. Yes, it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can hear you now. It kind of cut out. All right. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. So going back, mm. he actually in one of the interviews said that he once he's done doing, I think, the first season for Devil May Cry, he's talking about incorporating it mm -hmm. into the Castlevania universe. What? That's a Konami brand. He's wow. he because he's worked on Castlevania. He wants to do something where he's able to have them cross over. Oh my God, that will break the it internet. Would. Are but you crazy? You, this is my it first wouldn't time be something far fetched it. because of the mirrors. It would not. It would not. It would actually blend really well. That's. I'm not shocked at it. I'm not disagreeing. I'm actually. Holy. Yo, I'm up. I'm with it. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be money, good. Man. And this is what I'm trying to say. You had Castlevania. Yeah, you, had, and this came out mm. in 2017 when they only gave us that little tease of four episodes. Yeah, four episodes. They, they, they right. tested the waters. You know that that can be done too. Heck, and you don't gotta put your whole bank account in the season. Let's see what you can test your audience. You can test your brand, and, and you know why not. Why not? Exactly. And yeah. another enemy that comes up know. to mind um, that actually has a very unique art style was Netflix's adaptation of Double Man. Double Man Crybaby had a unique art style. Oh, yes. And I loved it. And I, 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 and like I said before, it was my first time bringing myself into the universe of Double May Cry. And I did not know what the Double story, Man. you know, was what was I was in? I mean, not a Devil Man. Yeah, I did not know what I was getting into, and and I just love, I loved what it turned. Like I love the story, and I just that's great. You know, it it that that's a clear example of what to do with a new audience. I was literally a new audience, and I loved it. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, X. Like you have to and why, why can't that put your own spin to it man? and going this really poor version of 3D artwork? I don't feel like it was the right move for them to do what goes on the show. I agree, and it might affect the second season because I don't see no rave reviews. And if anything, is it's like this everyone is like, I love it, but man, I mean, everyone's like, I watched it, but I don't love it. Eh, it's whatever, yeah, like, you know what I mean. And it and it doesn't help that the story literally starts five episodes into the into the and show. And it shouldn't. The storyline should be able to grab you within the first episode. <laughs> Correct. Every show, every anime, anything you producing should grab you in the first fifteen, no matter yes. what it is. If it's not, if you're not, you know, being command grabbed by the content you're watching, you're not just it's just not gonna work for you man i just i don't get it i don't get it uh, five episodes into the season then you start the main arc that's crazy talk man. i don't, I don't know. And, and with the way enemies have been coming out you know it's kind of like they're trying to they want to bring a new audience a new generation into cult classics and fan favorites and they're trying to find ways of doing it Another another thing that I've seen was Netflix produced the the Godzilla, the the 3D Godzilla movies. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm a huge I'm a huge that? MonsterVerse fan. I you know I've watched the I, when was it 2014 was the first one the first Godzilla movie. So yeah. I saw that one. I kind of liked how they kept teasing him, how they didn't even fully show him, almost to like midway of the film. And I gotta give it to Legendary Man. Legendary did a phenomenal job with, you know, the first Godzilla film that they put out with Skull Island, Kong Skull Island, and now with, mm -hmm. you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I thought it was great, and I'm really looking forward to, you know, Godzilla versus Kong. Now, we, that's the that's one. The, yeah, that's gonna be great, man. Oh my goodness. Now. Netflix did this one where it's like this Godzilla Earth, like this, you know, he's, I feel like it's like super far into the future. And 
Yeah, yeah. And they're like above, if I'm correct, they're above the right. planet. They're living over the planet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It dropped in 2017. Right. And then they were making installments. I think it was like four parts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even that ad- adaptation in, into like the realm of like the 3D art world, I felt like that was done infinitely better than what we got with Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, well, 100%. I mean, it looks like concept art. It's, it's actually gorgeous. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> I, d- I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, look at, dude, I can keep referring to video games all yeah. day long. And if you played Zelda Into the Wild, that is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The fact that, that no anime has yet captured that, like, come on, they're doing it live. You play it live. Like, I, I don't know, heck, like, it can be done and Ghost in the Shell, sh- you know, Ghost in the Shell, at the brand day, the brand that, that is Ghost in the Shell, known for pushing the limits of animation, did not push the limits to this. Like, they kept it real safe. I, I really thought it was, to be honest. It's, it's sad. I'm really bland. sad. It. it was like a little bit of salt. It, no type of seasoning, no sazon, no adobo. Like this shit, like potato salad with raisins in it. It was just, it was just like one herb. It was one. It. it was, and it was a little, It was like a dash of like parsley. Exactly. And, some shit. and I, and seeing who the production company was, Production IG is the ones who gave us Solid State Society. So if you were able to do something so well in 2006, what the hell happened that you're giving us this now? And I don't understand this. Like, I get it. It's cost effective. You know, it, it's, it's, it saves the artist time. You know, they're, they're using a different technique. But then why not master the technique then? Why not, you know, purify it, make it better and just like you said um guilty gear strive is some of the best artwork you're gonna see and now the production now the game company arc systems they're the ones who did the artwork for dragon ball fighter z and that is one of the best dragon ball fighting games i've ever seen it's actually the best looking dragon ball all around the director she she took she took the imagery to another level. She, oh my God, if we only had directors like her, uh, forgive me, I, I don't know, I don't remember her name, but she literally took, she took so much care over the brand. She went back and looked for those epic scenes, you know what I mean? Those Dragon Ball fight scenes and incorporated them into the game. She took the art style, made it new. She literally said, when people look at Dragon Ball, oh, do they love the art style because they were, that's how they remember it. But if they were to present that same art style to you today, it would look right. bland. It would look outdated. So what she did, she took it and incorporated it and added new things and made enhanced it. This is what should have been done, heck. Like this, look, have have you seen Altered Carbon uh recently? Not yet. It's on my list. It's it is it is a 3D cell shaded anime and it looks better than Ghost in the Shell. I don't understand. I don't understand why they would go this way. There's plenty of examples that look amazing. And that literally dropped, like, I think two months mm-hmm. ago, the same time the second season dropped. And it's gorgeous and it's also a good movie. Oh, I, I would also, I would say that it's probably better than half of season two. Oh Watch my God. It. It's good. <sighs> the combat scenes are godlike. Like, <laughs> there is no, honestly, they don't have an excuse. I'm going to be honest with you. They chose this down. It didn't work out. It really, it just didn't come together. Whoever was the director, whoever was the art director, the producers, they did not m- mend everything well. The art, the animations got drier. The story put me to sleep. It didn't ask me the question. It didn't want me. It, it didn't. It didn't have me lingering for more. Like I can't wait to the next episode. Oh, what's this mystery? Nah, and you, I was good. You nah, I was it, done. Right? Like you finished, I fought through you it. To finish it. it. Yeah, I fought through I it. Did. Yeah, I did. I fought through it. I learned. But I'm gonna be real with you, heck. I finished it because you asked me to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, I couldn't go into the. I couldn't go into. <laughs> I feel terrible now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't. Stop. I could Stop. not get past episode five. <laughs> At one point, yeah, it, it, it was. Is, it, it wasn't as bad as watching Netflix's Death Note, but this was like it kind of cleared <laughs> on that level. This was like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I 
mentioned it before. After <laughs> 20 minutes of me watching Death Note and hearing light scream yeah. like a little pansy for like hours, uh, oh, which felt God. like hours, I was like, yep, I'm done. Click. People, look, listen, I was fortunate enough to, I, 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 I like Death Note, but I'm not in love with Death Note. Like, I literally stopped at the first season, heck, because I felt like, what character is better than L? I'd be like, what is the, they're like, I don't know what the story, I honestly can't tell you what happens in season two. Because I literally, like, they literally just killed the Joker, and that's the Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. No, sorry. it's been out but, long enough. If you if you don't know anything about that, no, you just you've lost. You've lost. That so 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 for me, it didn't really hit me well that the movie was trash. I actually didn't see it because everyone said the movie was trash. But let me not waste my time. And when I seen your post was like ripping into it, I'm like, yeah, it's trash. If Hex says, it's yeah, trash, it was absolutely gutter trash. trash. The <laughs> only saving grace that I filmed was William Dafoe as Ryuk. Only saving grace. I mean, I don't know how that happened, but they did the perfect cast. But unfortunately, they wasted the perfect yeah, cast. They wasted right. him on a terrible <laughs> ass movie. It was so bad. And you know what? You should <sighs> give. You really should try to give season two a chance, because if you liked L, I will. I I should. If you yeah. really liked L, the next two characters who come, I loved L. You're gonna I, like them even more. I'll, I'll give it a try, but it was just something about the, the 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 dynamics of the two. The dynamics of the two was just something truly amazing. And when I when I saw the last episode of that season, I felt like this is all I need. <laughs> I love it. I love the first season. Like I truly do. I truly do love the. I it was my first time into the concept of uh, Death Note. I did not read the read the manga at all, so this is my first experience, and okay. it was great. I have to be honest. <laughs> As someone who's read all of the mangas. Yeah. Before watching the show, mm-hmm. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I felt like the anime show did the manga justice. It did it justice. Oh, that's great. And that's rare. rare. That's great. And that's rare. It did it justice 100%. The characters that come into season two are, are near and mellow, which it, their dynamic is amazing. And the very end of the episode, the, the last episode of season two, is mm-hmm. it's just godlike. I will watch it if you tell me. God-like. I need to watch this. I will. This is one of those right, anim- right. I, I, I need something to watch. I, I'm telling you, this is what you need to do. This is one of those enemies where it teeters on that whole kind of like I want to say like Neon Genesis Evangelion, where it's there's a god complex. Yes. And then, yeah, I love that, man. I'm sorry, I love celestial stories yes. and, and something deeper. And you'll I love get stuff that. like that, man. It's it's, yeah, okay. it's not celestial in a sense, but it's someone who's developed a god complex, mm. and then seeing how mm. at the at the at just like that precise moment, things can change, and then you see what happens. Mm. And it was just, it was really, really good. It's literally probably. I, yeah, I, I put Death Note like top 10 enemies to watch. Top 10. Oof. Oof. That's big. I respect that. I respect your decision. I like that. I'm going to finish that. Yeah, season. that definitely. you definitely have to give a try. And it's so sad that I can't even put Ghost in the Shell in the top 10 at this point. I could put Ghost you, in the Shell you, in 1995 you know in top 10. It's actually top 5. But I can't put this oh, installment man. of 2045 into the top 10. It wouldn't even... It just doesn't happen. Top 10 animes to watch? What, what, no. This is this is bottom barrel. Like if you got... Also, watch, <laughs> go watch Friends. Or go watch Howard. <laughs> don't watch this. It's that bad. Go watch Friends, man. Just, just forget, forget it. it put on Seinfeld. <laughs> This completely changes dog. Go, go somewhere else with it, dog. This, like, this ain't for you. I'm trying to save you, dog. Like you know what I mean? You gotta protect yeah. people now from I anime. Really- hey, you gotta protect fools now. They don't know no. I feel like dog. it's my civic duty as someone who does like anime, who loves anime. It's like my civic duty now for me to tell people, hey, listen, you're better off watching the Golden Girls and getting some real chuckles out of them than watching <laughs> this piece of shit that just came on Netflix. <laughs> Real facts, man. That's funny. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so hard to find oh, good man. quality enemies because they're. 
I've seen what people are pumping out. Like me and the missus, we have Hulu, we have Amazon, we have Disney Plus, we have Netflix. I subscribe to Funimation. And out of everything that they just keep beating you over the head and they're coming out with new animes and new animes, you kind of find it hard to like get a decent anime that you can sit there and be like, you know what? Yeah, this has a really good storyline. Or yeah, like this is really interesting. Like there's some shit that they come out with and you just sit there and question like who the fuck was sitting there and how high were they when they made this shit? <laughs> like it doesn't even have to be on such a high you know what it is? I think we talked about this. It is when it's when it's when they do 3D anime and they, they wanna you know get into crazy angles with 3D views and and, and it this looks bad. It just comes out looking bad because you have an art style that's essentially accepted into the massive as 2D. Right. Right? We grew up watching mm-hmm. 2D, right? So when you make a 3D animated style, and if you don't really freak it out in every angle and look at every angle and just decide it anyway, let's throw his arm up and put the camera on his arm, you can see the flaws. And that's what Ghost in the Shell is. Now, now let's take a recent show, right? This is a show that combines kind of the two, but it's mm-hmm. really 3D anime. And it's, it's one of my personal favorites. And it doesn't really look that crazy. Like it looks, it still keeps it in two D realm. It's three D anime, but keeps it two D realm. High score girl, high score girl. It's a great looking anime. It really is. It's it's also a great story. I've been meaning to check that one out because the fighting game. No, you haven't seen High School Girl. Listen, this is literally the first anime that me and my beloved sat down together and watched the whole first season. You want to know why? Because she loves. The character uh, Akira, she's godlike, guile. I mean, godlike. Oh, and it all pertains. Oh, you don't know. This whole series pertains to everything Street Fighter and SNK <gasps> related, fighting games related. They, they're in the they're in the show. Like the characters, guile, Ryu. Guile is literally mentoring the kid, trying to tell him what to do, right oh, and wrong. I'm so excited <laughs> when we're done. Yes. Oh, yeah. dude, go chill with the grab yourself a brew. Chill with the missus because I'm gonna be honest with you. This type of story, it's a love story, but I don't really like this type of stuff. But this show has brought to me the love story, and I can't look away. Oh, <laughs> like, you know this is I mean? uh, it, God, I can't believe you have high watched score that. girl. I'm... It's literally becoming a cult classic. High score girl season one and season two is out. You are in luck. Yeah, to watch now, and I do too. <laughs> I think we're gonna check it out, dude. Dude, they have Street Fighter in the game. The two main characters outside of the two characters of the story is Guile and Geese. No way. <laughs> that is great. Yes. Yes. And that's again, that's a that this is a representative of what you what you can do. You can use 3D to limit the cost and limit the slavery work, let's yeah. be honest here, and still produce a great show. You just have to keep it in the realm of 2D, be honest. You know, look at the source. Look at the mangas. Keep it like that. You know, I just don't see how they failed with Ghost in the Shell. How do you fail with a brand that big? You don't fail. See, like, you don't... I, I don't understand. Heck, I'm confused. I'm, I'm very confused. You have a you have a big-name Netflix producer. I mean, yeah. distributor, right? Big-name distributor. Now, you can't lose with that. You can't lose with your show being on Netflix, but your show sucks. And they just let it out like that. Bro, I think they probably just had no choice. It was very. They just had to release it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But see, we, <laughs> I, I, I don't we have seen answer. time and time again, especially like in cinema, if they felt like something wasn't going to do well, or if they showed a target audience that it wasn't doing well, they scrap it. They they literally bury it. They just bury yeah. the fucking film. I wonder I, if they did that. Did they did that with Ghost in the Shell? No, it, they clearly didn't bury it because they do the shit up on Netflix. It's the, it's in their catalog. <laughs> I don't understand. If they saw that okay. this wasn't going to do well, why would you still put it out there? That's like kind of saying, I I'm going to throw shit at a wall, see if it's six, and hey, I'm going to call this art. <laughs> see if it's six, right? It, the show literally rides on the brand. Let's be honest here. It's literally Anybody who clicked play is because they're fans of the 1995 right. movie. And the manga, if you were. And on top of that, see, that's what happened. So they tried, to, they tried to change that audience. They thought that, you know, oh, a massive new audience is going to come into Ghost Shell. No, bro. Heck, it's just us. Us. We're coming <laughs> to watch it. 
<laughs> we're coming to judge it, bro. We're here now. We're here not exactly. And they you know what? No idea. It's it's so we bad do. that they're doing things like this because I want to do a rewind real quick. We've seen them do this before, and I actually did an episode called Unhinged, where yeah. production companies or big box Hollywood wants to take video game and animes and do live action adaptations, and then completely fuck up the storyline. And just de demolish it. Now, here's the thing. We we are the generation that normally is being targeted for this stuff, right? I mean, I, I, I at this point, heck, I don't even know. At this point, want. we can't even say who they're targeting because we really don't. Who they, I don't I don't know who they're targeting. I mean, let's not even talk about the Ghost in the Shell movie. Okay, so movie. here's the thing. I was going to touch upon it really quick. You know, I have... <laughs> You know, me and the missus, we have our little one. We got Buggy Styles, a.k.a. Ariana. Buggy mm-hmm. Styles has now mm-hmm. been influenced by anime. And to the sense that I've gotten yeah. her to watch certain types. I've gotten her to watch um, Dragon Ball Z, the OG. You know what I mean? I got her to watch Dragon Ooh. Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Um, she herself, oh, man. Great parent. She herself yeah. came Ooh. to me and asked to watch my hero academia and blew through the first season in one Sunday and then it became a thing where me and her started watching it together. She asked me to watch seven deadly sins and that's on Netflix. Netflix. And we're watching seven deadly sins as we speak. Wifey got her watching Inuyasha. Oh, classic. You got to get your great parenting. Old school with the right. new school, man. That's beautiful. Now, when they decide to take certain things and they want, you know, certain animes and they're doing all this stuff and they want to kind of like revitalize it, they want to reinvent it. I can't show my kids some of this shit because it's an embarrassment on my part. <laughs> oh, it's, man. And what's crazy is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't... With full conscience, I couldn't sit there and have her watch the Ghost in the Shell movie because, number one, Hollywood decided to do this bullshit whitewashing of the character. And that's number one. And then it's just... Visually, it was stunning, but it just didn't make any fucking sense. And I saw where they were trying to go. They were trying to pay homage to the first one by giving and still trying to give like a new take to it. I can't show this to her, not in full conscience. Now, what I could show her was Netflix's adaptation of Bleach because that live action Bleach movie was lit. They did it on point. That's, that's when you decide, that's when you know that whoever the production company was behind that they took care. They saw the anime. They sat there and they were like, yeah. we're going to do this. It was really good. It was really, it was really well done. I've shown my daughter um, Battle Angel Alita because that mm-hmm. one was so well done in comparison to the anime. And even the, the, the creator of it of the manga and the anime, you know, he said he saw the movie five times and he was even saying, this is how I wanted it to be portrayed on the screen. That's beautiful. And that's awesome. And that's we, need we need this. We have to take care of it and want to nurture it and kind of like bring it to a newer yeah. generation with some flavor to it. Not this bullshit like Dragon Ball Evolution. Which was what the fuck? Um, I don't know. Wait, dead or alive? I don't know. You dude, went and got Jimmy Presley to play. Uh. Wait, what? Uh. You got sucky. Yeah, I totally forgot you about that. You went and got sucky from Too Fast and Furious to play Kasumi. <laughs> yo, yo, heck, I was trying to delete that from my memory bank. Dragon Ball Evolution. I was trying. You don't to delete understand that. Onto oh this is what makes God. me so angry at times because I'm like who is going to decide to take an anime or take a fighting game that I truly love and decide to turn it into a steaming pile of hot garbage and like moldy ass cheese it's bad you know and 
it's bad. And when Hollywood's get their little greedy little fingers on it, it makes it worse. And I think that's what happened with Ghost in the Shell movie. Like, I feel like the direct, like, I think you you said this before, the art style. The visuals, phenomenal. I gotta give it time. Like, the visuals were done great. I didn't even have an yeah. issue with the majority of the cast. The, visuals... the casting, aside from Scarlett Johansson playing Major, I didn't really have an issue mm-hmm. with the cast. I liked who they got to play Bato. I liked who they got to play, um, um, Shiragawa. I liked who they even got to play the the viejo. The dog. And oh, he yeah, was the yeah. guy from Old Dog. Oh, old Boy. Old Boy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the movie. Yeah. Old Boy. And old boy, he yeah, even old looked boy. the part. Yes. Oh, man. Yo, heck, we could do a whole podcast on Korean. <laughs> no doubt. Because favorite. one of my. Oh, anyway. Amazing movie, but we won't go to that yet. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Let's get, let me get yeah. back to the Ghost in the Shell movie. It's exactly what you said, right? But I feel like sometimes Hollywood, in order in order for certain producers in Hollywood to get the green light, they feel like they know the audience, so they whitewash it, like you said. And it, and and sometimes it's not the director's fault because they're like, if you don't have Scarlett Johansson here, we won't we won't green light this, and that's the issue, right? Because Hollywood has yet to accept, until recent, has yet to accept. Uh, except foreign actors, foreign movies, foreign directors, which a lot of their Hollywood movies are copied from. A lot of these Hollywood movies are copied yeah. from Korean movies. A lot of them. And they've yet to accept until recently when they gave uh, Parasite mm-hmm. the Oscar for best movie. Yeah, what it was this year. Because the, the COVID got me twisted in time, period. Yeah. It was this year. And it took until this year to, to show respect to foreign directors, foreign movies. And it's unfortunate that Ghost in the Shell came out before that. Had it came out now, oh, we would have had a masterpiece. Over the craziness, we would have had a masterpiece. But it's unfortunately Ghost in the Shell literally had to be sacrificed. Ghost in the Shell and Airbender had to be sacrificed. And it's unfortunate because they're both godlike. Yeah, and I don't even know what the hell M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong what the fuck he was thinking. It probably the same thing. He probably was four. It was crazy because you know, uh, M. Night Shema is, is no, <laughs> so but you would think that he would not whitewash. I his have movie. no idea. What so, the and again, I probably think it probably was the producers, it probably was the producers, probably was Hollywood forcing them. Hey, we need we need a big name attached to this. And what's the biggest name you got? Like, what goes in the shell? Scarlett Johansson, she's just hot off the Marvel movies. Let's bring her in, she's gonna bring them those bucks. That's to me, that's what I feel like. Hollywood is always thinking revenue, income. And then the artists are always trying to, to fight the true content. And this is the undying battle of Hollywood and what's happening to anime, anime movies in general. You know, they think because, you know, they're in Japan only. They think it's only Japan that loves this. Dragon Ball is beloved worldwide. Yeah. Like, I grew worldwide. up on Dragon Ball. We had this it's conversation. <laughs> I, the only way I was able to get the Dragon Ball Z films, the actual movies that they produced... Mm-hmm which are not even yeah. into the show, yeah. was yeah. driving into New York City and going into that little hole in the wall right over mm-hmm. the bridge and seeing all my men with the bootleg movies and then have him pull back the curtain to where he kept all the animes. <laughs> yeah, the VHS, VHS tape. tape, baby. Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's go. So oh, it's, it's insane. And it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I really want... Netflix has been such a hit or miss when it comes to animes lately. And it has. It has. And what's crazy is that they picked up, they a, lot picked of up brands, a lot of brands. Right? They picked Dude, Seven Deadly Sins is done by the production company Kondansha, who does other really good animes. So I felt like that was a major win for Netflix. But the, the 3D Saint Seiya, that was terrible. They should have never did that. Considering the legacy of Saint Seiya, that was just horrible. Have you seen what is it? The Lost Kid. I'm so sorry. I'm drinking coffee while I'm. Where are we doing this? Have you seen the Lost Canvas? <laughs> the Saint Seiya, the Lost Canvas. I actually haven't got into the series. Okay. To be honest with you. Just I to haven't... give you an idea, they never finished the Lost Canvas, and it literally leaves you on a cliffhanger. Wow. The whole concept on that one and the way the artwork was done 
was so great. I sat there going, oh, man, I can't wait for them to come out. Go online. It's not getting a second season. I'm like, I hate this production company, and I hate anime companies do that. But that's a, that's a whole conversation for like another rant in a possibly. But to to finish this but, uh, off, yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm really disappointed in production IG. I really felt like they could have gave us a better installment for Ghost in the Shell had they taken the time and and polished really? it. The the content it felt like this was like an Isn't unfinished that- product. It felt rushed, unfinished. It, it, it did felt rushed, unfinished. They dif- they definitely didn't go back and polish it. You can just look at the eyes of the characters. They're dead. If you ever turn, if you play, if you ever press play again, they are dead. There is no life within them. The, the angles are just whack, and the way they hold the angles in the conversation, it's not intriguing. It's not like it could have been done better. I don't understand what happened. It, it, I just don't. I really don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really don't. You know what happens? You, I think I said this before. It, it's a curse to create mm-hmm. a classic off your first rip, and that's what happened. But this Ghost was the, it's oh, okay. The it's the curse of the original. You get what? It's the curse of the original being so well, being so great, pushing the boundaries of animation. Everyone knows of it. Everyone loves it. There's not a probably a director on this world that hasn't seen Ghost in the Shell or Akira, and that's what happens. You, you never really live up to it, or you can't, or you can just tap right. into it. You know what I mean? And 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 that's unfortunate because if you think about it, not all of the Ghosts in the Shells are so different from the, the movie. They're absolutely they're different, absolutely right? different. Absolutely. I I, I hear because <laughs> I love Ghosts in the Shell. I love cyberpunk. I that's that's my genre. Like I love that. You know what I mean? And it's disappointing. To, to get something I love. Yeah, to, something that you love and just have it, <laughs> you know, just shit it on and it's terrible. It's like, it's so trash heck that we have to protect people from it. That's how, tra- that's yeah. bad. That's bad. It is. <laughs> so, what we typically do is after we critique something that we've seen, we give it a one out of five. You being an actual artist and a super fan of the Ghost in the Shell what would you give them? Jesus, you don't fucking do this to me? Oh my god. Um, I would give it, damn, this is harsh. This is harsh because I know how hard artists work and sometimes they don't know the outcome till it's done. And that's the director's and producer's fault. But, um, I give it, I give it a one, dog. I, I, I'm sorry. I give it a one. Like I'm not being generous <laughs> at that. I'm giving it a one because of I'm giving it a one because the open sequence. Now the open sequence didn't have that pop music. I'll give it a two, but it has that and pop it doesn't music. Even so, go it gets, with the show. so it gets a one. Oh my god! So bad. That's what I give it. Huh? I'm sorry, man. Oh god! I'm, I, sorry, man. I'm gonna agree. Give it a one. <laughs> You know, yeah, whoever's okay. listening, just stay away from it. This is one of the installments in most of the show uh, franchise that you do not need to see. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't follow any type of story. There's no canonization to the movie or the manga at this point. It's just overall hot basura. Garbage. <laughs> Trash. So... Now, what I want to ask is, this is a personal question, and this is for, you know, anime lovers. Mm-hmm. What was the anime mm-hmm. that pulled you in to this world? All right, so we're talking, okay, we're talking the first anime I've ever watched or the first anime. No, I'm talking about Tell me which what was the about. anime that you saw that sucked you into the to loving the world of anime? I would have to start, mm-hmm. to be honest, again, okay. Dragon Ball. I would have to start. I was a kid, Saturday morning cartoons, Dragon Ball was there. X-Men, Dragon Ball, Batman, and then I don't know how even, I don't even know how Dragon Ball snuck in there, to be honest. It was on Channel 9, wasn't it? it right? Heck, Saturday, morning car- Saturday morning cartoons were literally all yeah. comic book stuff. And then Dragon Ball somehow snuck in there, and I was in there, like, I was like, whoa, what is this? 
What is this Kamehameha energy yeah. blast, bro? I'm okay. like, I'm in there. Let's do this. I mean, I would say Dragon Ball because it's my fondest right. memory. Now, if you ask me, heck, hey, ask me, what's the anime I love? Mm-hmm. I fell in love. Ask me that. Because I feel like that's more important to me. And that anime is to what I consider the Cuban cigars of anime. And that is Cowboy mm-hmm. That is the anime that sucked me in. And I stood up every night. Adult Swim. Adult to- Swim or what's the other one? Um, Tsunami. It was either one of the two. I think it was a, a Tsunami first and then Adult Swim. Yes. And snatched it up at night. So it might have been Adult Swim where I actually watched it at night. Because, you know, I got out of work. I was a kid or just staying up. And it was at 12. Mm-hmm. 12 to 12.30. I followed all 22 days to finish the series. And it's literally a masterpiece. It's, to me, it's a masterpiece. And when someone says they didn't watch it, I, I feel, feel like it's a, it's a direct honest. slap in the face if you watch anime and you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. And if, you, if somehow you didn't get to Cowboy Bebop, that means you didn't really probably yeah. like anime. I That's really feel I like that. I feel like if you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, or Tenchi Muyo, like those are snacks oh, to me. Like yes. it's straight disrespectful. Like don't talk to me. Yes. Just like, basically, I mean, you haven't you haven't reached a level of consciousness worthy enough of talking to me about anime if you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop and the rest you just said. And we can put in a uh, Gun Great. What's his name? Gun Bastion, Which one? Um, name? Back- uh, Gun. Uh, Stampede. What's his name? Uh, Stas. Stas. Oh, Trigun. We can we can keep going. Trigun. We can keep going. Trigun. You know, there's others there that if you haven't watched or know of, we no, we like can't we can't start. have a conversation. <laughs> I feel like I have to pull a Mean Girls and be like, you can't sit here. Go 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 to the you kitchen table. Circle, like get bro. out of go here. Come back. <laughs> it's true. I just feel like it's true, and. uh that's mine. That's that's the anime I fell in love with. We can again. We can have another episode on just what that series has brought. And let's not even talk about uh, Samurai the Chocolate. soundtrack is phenomenal. Uh, that's another one. That's another one, bro. Uh, what about so? You, it wasn't until I got older that I found out one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons was actually an anime, and that was because my lovely wife bought me the Voltron DVD set. Um, he, she got me the tin, the collector tin set. Yo! So not right. I didn't Yo, know right. it. Was yes, it was, was an anime. anime. It was oh Go God. Lion in Japan. So one of yes. my fondest memories as a kid was waking up, you know, turning on USA, and watching Voltron. Now, unbeknownst to me, it was. I thought it was just you know in the realm of like. Thundercats and G.I. Joe and, and Transformers, which Thundercats and Transformers were also animes. Mm-hmm. Again, this is me, you know, getting older and, and becoming wiser. One of the animes that I saw, one of the first animes that I saw was with my uncle, which he went to New York frequently to get his DVD, you know, his anime sash. I saw, yeah. now it went by three titles. I saw the OVA for Battle of the Planets. If you don't know what Battle of the Planets is, I'll give you the Japanese name, which was Gachaman. If you watched it on Cartoon Network, the TV show, it was G-Force. That's what pulled me into the anime world, because I was like, oh, wow, there is something outside of Scooby-Doo and Bugs Bunny that looks way better. (laughs) So, Gachaman OVA is what kind of pulled me in and then it just went out of control from there. It was Amon, Apocalypse of Delvaman, Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Wicked City, followed by Akiri, which was something that I saw on the sci-fi channel which when they actually played fucking anime. Legit anime. The Fatal Fury movies which were amazing. Oh, Ninja Scroll, oh, I got older, yes, dude. Yes. And then, like, the Street Fighter 2 animated movie, which is an instant classic, unlike that piece of shit film in 1995. I will say it over and over again. Fuck the director who made that film. God rest Julia Soul because he had to play <laughs> Bison. And fuck Jean Claude Van Damme for playing a British guy. You piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you. 
<laughs> anyway, this is being a rant that we're going to talk about, which we're going to have you come back onto the show for. And this is not even an anime yeah. um, segment we're going to have you come on. We're going to bring you on to the Big Heckweight Adventure actual mm-hmm. podcast, and we're going to critique the shit out of this because they took a video game that you and I both love and completely drilled it into the ground mm-hmm. and then shat on it even more with The Legend of Chung Lee. But... Oh, God. Another I memory know. I was trying Are... to erase. <laughs> Dude, the original the, when the original crappy movie is exactly, not, but we're running terrible, short on time. Ephraim, thank you for jumping on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're out. Peace, salute, yeah, and we're out.